One Charlie. Mark, one Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. T minus 37 seconds. The fight is growing e equals MC. That all men are created about the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. Ignition sequence Tear down this this is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. And welcome to Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm the CEO and president of World Talk Radio, home to the Voice America Talk Radio and TV networks. Joining me, of course, my 13-year colleague, 18-year veteran, and my vice president of broadcast operations, Mr. Ryan Treasure. Hey, Jeff. I'm always excited about Fridays and finding a frequency and all the fantastic guests that we get to speak with and super excited to do the show again today, man. Absolutely. It's going to be a magical show today. I'm, I'm very excited about this. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, last week, of course, we had Cody Jensen from uh, Search Bloom. Yeah, that was a really cool show to talk a little tech and uh, yep. get into the importance of uh, SEO, SEO pay per click campaigns, yep. and all the things you need to do. Digital marketing. Exactly. You know, that's very important in uh, growing business, especially when it comes to sales. Uh, and leads, and of course for us, building audience as well. Yeah, you got to have that traffic in order to build the footprint and uh, do those conversions and Absolutely. get those uh, what are the, those KPIs rocking. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm not going to get into all the letters that that happened, but Rich Killian, uh, the American uh, businessman. Yeah, he's an American businessman, uh, but he's also a real estate mogul. Yeah. He's expanding his businesses. He's in New York. He's in Miami. He's in Chicago. Now he's in Arizona. Yeah, it was actually cool to kind of hear uh, some of the new things that he's been doing since he uh, uh, stepped away from hosting a show and then right. uh, him coming back with a new series about uh, a kind of mortgage and, and real estate and how all that's going on. That's mm -hmm. going to be cool. Yeah, it was great. It was really it was a great show. Guys, for any shows that you want to listen to, just go to Voice America, uh, Finding Your Frequency, our homepage. You'll be able to listen to any show we've ever done. So yep. uh, be sure to go there. And then follow us also on the Facebook page for Finding Your Frequency, facebook.com forward slash Finding Your Frequency net. There it is. There it is. Next week. Voice America will be in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, uh, celebrating uh, the death of Marilyn Monroe. Uh, I, I don't remember which anniversary it is, but it's a big to-do. There'll be uh, a lot of the uh, uh, media outlets out there and the news and all that with our host, uh, Nina Bosky, who is the host of Goodnight Marilyn Radio right here right. on Voice America Variety Channel. Yeah, I, I don't know if I like the word celebrating. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, it's a, a movie that they're putting together. Uh, that uh, it's not 100% factual. It's based on information that had come in on the yeah. case uh, that would did, did not show up mm -hmm. uh, in the trials. Of yeah, there's a whole lot of, uh, you know, backroom kind of stories yeah. and, and yeah. stuff that uh, have kind of popped up over the years with it being a conspiracy, non-conspiracy, like all that good stuff. All that so, stuff so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to find out a lot more information uh, when all that movie stuff comes out. And then, But you guys can also kind of follow along with uh, what's going on with that by listening to the Goodnight Maryland radio show yeah. on our variety channel. Absolutely. So we'll be out there. Uh, we are actually listed as one of the producers 
of the film. Randall LeBarro, who is uh, one of our senior executive producers, works very closely with Nina and will be out there uh, to help with some production of the of this this this. It's going to be magical. It's magical. <laughs> Speaking of magical, uh, I think it's time to bring in our first guest. Let's do it. Let's do this. <laughs> Evan Disney is an award-winning entertainer and magician member of the world-famous Magic Castle in Hollywood. Evan has performed for numerous celebrities and has helped raise thousands of dollars for a wide range of national nonprofit and charity organizations. Evan has performed on stages from the East Coast to the West and was recently seen on America's Got Talent. With a passion for beating bullying in schools with his magic and spreading the beauty of magic in all of its forms. Evan Disney is your magician on a mission. Evan, welcome to the show, my friend. Hello, guys. Hey, thanks for having me. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. So I want to get right in. You know, finding your frequency is all about, you know, how... You know, what was the, what's the journey? How did you find your frequency? You being a magician on a mission. Uh, Evan, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, how you became a magician. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> magic started a long time ago, you know, before I was a, a father of five. And, you know, a couple marriages later um, in high school, I had a really big personality. Uh, so much so that I was a lot to handle, some would say. So my senior year, there was a sophomore that I went to school with that was doing card magic, and he had a particular illusion that I absolutely loved. And I watched, and I watched, and I tried to learn it, and uh, finally got it down. He took me aside. He said, hey, if you're going to do my magic, do it right. And I said, show me. He showed me the one thing I was missing, and I was hooked ever since. Because, you know, when you have something to show a group of people that is actually interesting, they don't care how, you know, obnoxious you are. They want you around to see if you can show more. And that's kind of where the magic started in high school, in Missoula, Montana, of all places. Good old Missoula. Never been there, but, you know, I've heard about it. I liked it. It's a nice place. <laughs> I grew up there, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you this. Uh, who do you believe influenced uh, your magic the most? Uh, was it uh, old school magicians like Blackstone or towards the modern era like uh, Doug Henning? You know, I guess if I had to pick one out, I'm all self-trained and I, I didn't have a whole lot of magicians that I followed. But okay. the one interest that made me just go wow with magic was david copperfield and he came to missoula a couple times in my lifetime once when i was 11 and he disappears off the stage and he appeared on the chairs you know basically behind me or above me when i was a kid and I, awesome. I was just pretty yeah. much hooked from that point on as into the bewilderment <laughs> of magic yeah yeah david copperfield is caught is probably my favorite uh illusionist uh that's out there and you know jeff and i do a lot of traveling for events which i know you do as well and every time we go to las vegas and i see the you know big david copperfield ad up on the mgm i'm mm-hmm. like i've been here six times this year and i haven't got to see david copperfield so definitely have to get out and do that um what what's your favorite illusion of his that that you've seen um uh for you know, David Copperfield. I use I reference one of my favorite illusions that I do, I reference to one of his illusions in the eighties, and that's when he escaped Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. that was a pretty amazing <laughs> illusion. And just to, you know, the the picture of him going away on the boat after you see how thoroughly it was that he was locked in to Alcatraz, that was just, you know, 
to this day it rings true. I mean, I, I mention it at least five times a month when I'm I'm doing magic because I do the same illusion with a deck of cards, only smaller. Right. But I reference that that's that awesome. whole that whole era of the type of magic he was doing, walking through the Great Wall of China, making the Statue of Liberty disappear. You know, back there. That's in my his favorite time. one. Yeah, yeah, the Statue that's of Liberty major, disappearing. Yeah. Amazing magic <laughs> right there. Um, Houdini. The great escape artist. Uh, you ever been dunked in water uh, in a straight jacket with chains on? You know, that's just <laughs> it's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that at the Influencers United event. That would have been a good one. Yeah, absolutely. That, that would have been a good one. It probably would have gotten a lot of media attention. You yeah, know, yeah. magician dies at events. <laughs> oh, no, no. We don't but want But it would have been, you know, they, they say any PR is good PR. That's so I don't true. know if I can really complain or not about that. <laughs> so were you like as good with a deck of cards, like gamble from the X-Men, you can just like Ooh, fling them into the wall? Question. You know, he's one of my favorites, but <laughs> I, I just don't have the, the aggressive nature <laughs> that is shown, you know, right. in that particular sense. <laughs> Aces, ace, gotta have the aces. Yeah. And the I stick. do like the cards. You know, being born and raised in Missoula, Montana, we didn't have any magic shops, so I had cards, cards and coins. And to this day, cards and coins are what I excel at. So I absolutely have a great time with just a standard deck of playing cards. I can entertain for you know a couple hours. So let me ask you, Evan. What what is? Uh, I mean, do you go uh, through training? Are you continuously uh, working on the magic? What, do, what does being a magician look like? Well, for me, I think it's a little different what I'm noticing than everybody else. Granted, I came out here two and a half years ago just because I have this deep desire to make a difference. The thing mm -hmm. about my magic is I always say, you know, in, in the matter of emotion, say Susie's goldfish dies and, and Johnny's dog dies, and, you know, one feeling isn't better or worse than the other feeling. It's the same emotion. But when I can take your hand and put a coin through it, you will forget for just a second what's going on, and I get to reset that stress level. So that was what motivated me. And I say that because I have attention deficit hyperactive disorder. So I didn't learn my magic like most people. I would learn half of a trick, and then I would lose attention, and then I learned half of another trick, and then I would put it together. So coming out to California two and a half years ago, doing magic for 20 years, never watching other magicians, and now being a magician member of the Magic Castle, I'm finding all types of stuff that I learned and gathered that I put together that I'm like, oh, I could do that in a cool fashion. Oh, the way he's presenting, that's amazing. And I'm starting to actually now appreciate it more as an art form. But my magic is always developing. Just uh, Monday, I debuted a brand new illusion that I'm just thrilled about that just kind of came to me that mixes technology with cards. I just, it's, it's really fun to look at it as an art. That's, that's awesome. Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago, and they had asked me, uh, is Evan a, a member of the world-famous Magic Castle? Uh, and, I, of course, I, di I didn't know what that was because, you know, I've never been there. Uh, what's the story behind uh, the world-famous Magic Castle? So the Magic Castle is one of the most exclusive clubs in the world. Uh, it was basically put together by the Larson brothers who were big in magic and had some partnership with Disney in, in the 60s. Mm -hmm. And it was just a place for, you know, magicians and entertainers to, to gather and, and, and be able to be who they were without having to be mauled by the paparazzi, to have a higher standard of entertainment. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a drinking uh, club, if you will. It's got five bars. It's got a five-star restaurant. It's got 30 shows a night going. Wow. I know where we're um, going. 
<laughs> yeah. We're going to L.A. next week? <laughs> yeah. You know, you guys, as soon as we're done here, I'm sending you an invitation via email. That's the other thing. Awesome. You can only go if you have an invitation. Yeah. Yes, that's what I heard. Yeah, so I saw right a post now, on your Facebook when you did that the last time. members-ish. Mm. There's my member number was twenty one thousand five hundred. So in wow. since the sixties, there's only been twenty thousand members total. Um, so it's a tight tight knit group. It, it is. It really is. And then to be a magician member because you have an associate member, which there's a waiting list, and you have to process that. But then to audition as a, a magician member, which I never, I was always afraid to go to the castle when I came out here because I didn't want to find out that you know I wasn't a real boy, if you will. <laughs> right, reference. right. And, yeah, um, I know what they. Yep, I heard it. It, it blew my mind. I mean, I did. I stayed away from it for a year, and then finally I got a nice little push, and I went that direction and saw, wow, this is so much more than I could ever possibly imagine. So I, I did the application, and I did the, the audition, and I passed on my first audition. And awesome. It's opened up so many doors because, for example, you know, people are always asking me, and you, may, you guys may get to this, and I may have already asked the question out the gate, but what's your favorite you've done with your magic and my most favorite happened two weeks ago at a fundraiser nice it was the bumblebee foundation it was for families for pediatric cancer for supporting those particular needs that were necessary mm -hmm. and i usually give a certificate which is fantastic the magic castle allows me to donate five uh, four vip certificates to silent auctions for nonprofits a year so that's always a great opportunity to raise money for the community through magic. So this particular foundation was supposed to get one of those and it didn't make it in time. So I said, well, look, let's do this. I will take a group of four to the castle personally with me. I'll walk you through the door. You know, I'll give you a tour. I'll do a 20 minute magic set for you and your guests. And um, we'll do it at the live auction. And they were like, so gracious. So they put me at the end of the live auction and I go off and we started at $100 and it got into a bidding war and it got up to $1,350 and nice. I was auctioning it myself and in the moment I went, okay, well, I can't let somebody be disappointed so we'll just do it twice. And in three and a half minutes, I made $2,700 for pediatric cancer with my magic and that's when it hit me. This is what I need to be doing. Now that's, oh, that's giving awesome. back, right, right. Yeah, that's got to that's got to be kind of one of the greatest feelings, um, you know, doing magic for uh, nonprofits and getting to see, you know, the the looks and the and the faces that the kids make and see how you know enamored and in awe that they are of all of the magic because um, I know that definitely is something that makes the kids really. You know, happy. just just giving back in in and of itself is a fantastic thing to do. Uh, Voice America, you know, we do what we can to help out charities and different organizations, and we're all we're always on top of that. But yeah, I'm really I've always been very interested uh, in magic. I love a magic show. Love to see the tricks. What would you say? Uh, what is cards your best type of magic, or to, what's what's your kind of a routine? So. Evan Disney magic personification, you get exactly what my personality is scattered. I've never really given the same show twice. I don't do, I'm just now trying to get sets worked out because I understand in the industry they want 20-minute sets. But what I typically do is bring three hours of material to a half-hour wow. show, and I just roll with the audience. That's so amazing. Everything's always a little different with me than I've seen with standard magicians and how I do it. It's, you know, you hear smoke and mirrors. I have an 
animated personality. Those are my smoke and mirrors. So right. it's, it's been interesting because I get asked those questions. And, and from my perspective versus who I've talked to and some of the, the pillars that I've grown that are mentoring me, like, like Ron Saylor was a, a magician that I've been watching that kind of took me under his wing that is kind of doing the things I would like to see myself doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I've never really found any one magician yet that has the same particular mindset and style that I've seen. It's, it's, more, of a, it's more of an older art. And I'm, I'm adding this new spastic feel <laughs> to it. Spastic, I love it. <laughs> That's, That's great. great. So, so where, what are you doing out in L.A. now? You got there two and a half years ago. Uh, now what's life looking like? Well, uh, everything's so much busier out here. I mean, mm. it's fantastic. I came out with $3,000 basically in my pocket thinking I was going to be set for a couple of months because I was paying you know $600 a month for a two-bedroom in rent in, in Montana. Right. Got out here, found out really quick that wasn't the case. I started, uh, you know, selling direct TV, and then I, I got into leasing apartments with a great company called Advanced Management Company, and they do great things for, you know, remaking apartments. So in the two and a half years, I got that day job down. So we switched over to what I'm trying to do, and I found out a lot of this happened with uh, the Influencers Unite, you know, and having the opportunity to go from that to one of the icon summits from David Fagan, who was fantastic, that made me realize that, performing isn't the same as being out there and teaching and making a difference. Sure. So sure. going from when I got out here to right now, I'm proud to say that I've got two programs that my business director, uh, Teresita Baker, who she runs Snap My Picks, like you said, capturing the, the faces and the expressions, something I was never able to do. She's been able to capture that so I can see it when I'm done performing because I never really get to enjoy the, the right. uh, reactions, you know? Yep. Yep. So with her doing that, we've been able to put together, I have one program for nonprofits where I, I put a fundraising program together where the nonprofit takes away 80% of what's raised and I get 20% to support my family and you know my costs and stuff like that. But in most cases, it's the other way around. You get 20% and whoever's helping you gets 80%. Oh, right. I didn't want it to be that way. I want to do magic shows where, you know, for example, Boy Scouts. I had a fundraiser for Boy Scouts where... They went ahead and they had a auditorium. They have the space. They have the venue. They brought in their friends and family, and they made fifteen hundred dollars in an hour. Right. So if I can do that on any level at all times, that's what I want to do. So for the nonprofits, I'm doing that, and then for small businesses, being a magician for twenty years, I've become pretty much a master in communication. I have a lot mm-hmm. of work with a lot of call centers and customer service related industries, and what I'm finding is I can help bridge the gap for internal and external customers through magic in in small businesses and give them an opportunity to give back and have a nice little mixer night for their customers and their their local areas. And so those two programs are what I'm excited to do because I know I can... I can change the world through my magical frequency. I, I love to put it. that together for your guys. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well said. Well said. Well, yeah, I want to, I'll give a shout. I want to give a shout out to uh, Mr. Eric Zuli. You know, the Influencers Unite event, of course, Voice America was there. Uh, Eric and I, we have birthdays that are very close together, so we kind of celebrated at the same night. Uh, but that's when we met you, and uh, you, you performed at the, at the Influencers Unite event. Yeah, Eric's great. He's been one of my favorite people to meet. Yeah, uh, I got to do his birthday party the year before, and that's how I got invited to this birthday party that you shared, which was fantastic. But yeah, doing it the easy way is definitely, definitely the flow you want to be with. <laughs> we, yeah, we we love Eric. You know, he does a show on Voice America, does a two hour 
show on Saturday. Uh, we partner uh, on some uh, some some ideas and concepts, and of course, the influencer channel uh, on the network. So you know, we get a lot a uh, lot cooking. Uh, you know, with our relationship. Uh, but you have been on America's Got Talent. What was uh, t- how'd you how'd you do that? How'd you get on the show, and how did you do on the show? Well, here's the thing. This is the great thing about saying what actually happens factually. The best part about being a magician is it was the best five seconds of TV time I've ever had. <laughs> and here's the deal. Um, my personality got me pulled out of line, standing in line in L.A. This was my first audition for America's Got Talent. Didn't know what to expect, but I love people. So I'm always trying to get people exercise and keep them positive and keep them upbeat. And I got the producer's attention when we're standing in line. So they pulled me out. They wired me up. And at some point during the questions they were asking, I'm talking to a comedian, a younger kid from Wisconsin, I believe. At some point I say, everybody in this line has an opportunity. It's America. And they caught that, that quote in the singing Donald Trump on season 12. They do a all-American monologue montage of all the you know, little clips. And you hear my voice with my quote, and then they flash me on the screen, and you get to see me saying how great America is, and then off I go. That's awesome. So that, you know, I was on America's Got Talent. I'm very honest about those five seconds. I did learn what I need to do next season. I would be, I believe I have a good opportunity next season to make it more than five seconds. But, you know, (laughs) I'll take my five seconds this season. Yep. Enjoy that five seconds and, you know, make it happen next year. So what's uh, what's on, uh, on the agenda? What's next for Evan Disney? Well, you know, it's. I'm an only child. <laughs> my dad told me all my life as a firefighter and a police officer, he was a superhero. You've got to have a day job if you're going to be an entertainer. I want my entertainment to be my day job. I need to get, I've been getting into schools, and uh, I have a, a nice little set that helps beat down bullying in the schools through magic, a nice little comedy set that kind of gives you an open-eye view of perception and words and kind of how you can magically manipulate those to your advantage at almost every time. Uh, and with that, I want to get more into the fundraising and being able to go to these events and make a difference for these people just because it's what I've always been doing. Isn't that what we always try to do is make work and what we love the same? Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Tag team that uh, That's one. <laughs> what finding your frequency is all about. Uh, this show actually started off, I wrote a book called Finding Your Frequency. It's how to broadcast yourself and your message. Uh, Ryan and I did the book, uh, 13 chapters to the book, uh, so 13 chapters to open up the show with, but it's all about teaching, you know, anybody how to do a show from developing their style, uh, on up to monetizing programs. So, you know, uh, that was kind of my, you know, uh, inspiration to help others, but, heck, Voice America uh, media for me goes back 25 years now. I knew within the first three years, it took about three years for me to really get in, but I knew three years in that uh, I had found my frequency. So That's so awesome. Can I give your lis- listeners, can I give them some of the best magic I can give on a radio show right now? I would expect it. <laughs> this is the best bit of information you can get from anybody, but it's the true magic out there. I always say smile. And I know it sounds cliche. You always hear people telling you to smile, but here it is. I smile because I'm lazy. 
Most of us work for some type of wage, whether it's salary or whether it's hourly. It's 13 muscles to smile. It's 49 muscles to frown. Don't work 36 more muscles than you have to to make the same amount of money. That's just ridiculous. There it is. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Evan, what's next for you in the next couple of weeks? Do you have any other charity items or shows of your own that are coming up? I have Magic Mondays in Riverside at the Hideaway across from the Mission Inn from 6 to 8 o'clock. No cover. Come on in. Enjoy some great beer specials. I give table magic, and then I do a 20-minute Magic Castle set. My hometown is flying me in for my sixth appearance for River City Roots Festival in Missoula, Montana at the end of August. I'm really excited about that. I love to return with new accomplishments every year. This year I was on America's Got Talent. Last year I became a member of the Magic Castle. So it's always good to go home and shine with your frequency, if you will. Absolutely. And then I am just trying to solidify a bigger platform to talk and get my message out there so I can help people communicate with each other. And you and I will be discussing that uh, later. Fabulous. I like the way that sounds. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Absolutely. So big things are happening. Uh, you know, the give back is always, you know, a, a joy. Uh, and to see your work that makes you happy and is helping others, uh, that success all the way around. So, um, Evan, you know, thanks for uh, being on the show today. Uh, you were fantastic. We, you and I will be talking more in the future. Uh, but before we go, uh, why don't you let our audience know where to find you, website, phone numbers, whatever you want to give out there. Fantastic. You know, the best way to get a hold of me is facebook.com slash Evan Disney. Please like my page. It's Evan Disney's Magical Entertainment. And that facebook.com slash Evan Disney will take you right there. Um, and that will also be a way to keep up with everything that I'm doing. My phone number is pasted on there. But, you know, as simple as just Google Evan Disney and you're going to find me. It's like the first five pages of Google is me. Now, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Good. And after the show, of course, we'll be cutting out your segment. We'll be sending it to you so you can share that out and about so people can hear this wonderful interview and get to know uh, Evan Disney, Disney a little bit better. I appreciate it, Ryan, Jeff. You guys are fantastic. I appreciate Evan, the work you. you guys are doing. And please, all means, think of me if I can help in any way moving forward. Appreciate Absolutely. that. Appreciate it. Evan, we really appreciate you being on. And everybody, please go check out his Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Evan Disney. It is, it is a, uh, a multimedia extravaganza of great photos and videos of Evan doing his thing. And, you know, just uh, great magic that he does. I've seen it in person. And I uh, want to just thank you for being on. And all you guys out there who are listening to the radio show stay tuned we're going to go to a commercial break when we come back we're going to have another special guest right here on finding your frequency and go check us out we are all over the web all over social media check us out on twitter at radio ryan one at jeff spinney two and of course on facebook facebook.com forward slash finding a frequency net and go check out jeff's website buy a book jeffspinard.com finding a frequency Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-294. 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. And we just got done with a magical session with uh, Mr. Evan Disney. Coming out of uh, the break here, uh, we have a gentleman that is a super successful uh, entrepreneur that uh, is taking time. He's in a corner right now at an event uh, doing this special interview. So uh, I want to bring in Kaya uh, Kaya Redford. Uh, He is a unique, exceptional, inspirational speaker uh, with passion and heart. Kaya has been a featured guest speaker four times on the Oprah Winfrey Network and has a distinguished company, KR Success Coaching, that is a leading provider of success NLP. Neuro-linguistic programming. There it is. (laughs) uh, Sales and leadership uh, mastery. 
Uh, he has successfully coached many Fortune 500 companies, such as New York Life, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Century 21, Keller Williams, Remax, Aflac, New Skin, ACN, Herbalife. I guess I can keep going on and on. Uh, they all uh, received Kaya's NLP success coaching programs and have achieved outstanding success as a result. Kaya Redford, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you, guys. I'm so honored to be on your amazing show. Uh, uh, Jeff and Ryan, you know, I think you guys are doing a phenomenal job. And well, I was just really honored to be to be yes to be in your on your show. Well, well thank you very yeah. much. I mean, the accolades just kept going. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, wait a minute, I'm getting lost there. But I was uh, getting yeah. lightheaded. It was just so many accolades. I thought I was like floating on a cloud. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kai, you know, the show, of course, is finding your frequency, and we talk to all yeah. of our guests uh, and talk to them about the journey. Uh, you know, when did it start? And you know, tell us a little bit about your your history oh yeah so i'm uh, that's a great great question uh it, my history in as far as what i do or just me as a person uh, um it's all one and the same tell us your tell, tell, tell us tell us yeah. the history of how you found your frequency with your nlp and your kr success coaching okay that's a great great question uh well Let's specify if, I, if I'm totally transparent, I would say that uh, I struggled uh, very much in my 20s and 30s, didn't have a purpose, didn't have a direction, um, had a lot of fear, had a lot of doubt, had a lot of insecurity, and I just went to study personal growth to get help. It was kind of around the time when The Secret came out, which some people know about The Secret, yeah. uh, being a book and a... Uh, a documentary that was uh, featured on, on uh, the Oprah show as well. Uh, when I saw a tall, slender, slightly elderly man with uh, white hair, um, uh, and he says, you know, you, you are, you create your experience. You, you, you create your experience of reality. Uh, and, and at that time, I was frustrated. I was angry. I was trying to make this work, trying to make that work. I was start something for three months to give up on. I was giving up on, on everything, including myself. And then when I heard his message in the secret, uh, it just, uh, I was fighting it. I was resisting it. And at the same time, there was this uh, pierce of uh, truth hitting my chest. And I didn't even know what a breakthrough was. You know, we talk about getting on a frequency. Yeah. I had no clue what frequency meant. I had no clue what, <laughs> clue what a breakthrough was. But all I felt was as I'm watching this silly DVD, I'm not even looking at the man, I'm watching a DVD, right. and I'm having the a numbness in my chest, I'm having my, my whole body's heating, I'm, my hair is standing up on end, and I, and I had what now I know is a breakthrough. And as I continue to go through the movie, and he starts to talk, and the other speakers, uh, you know, Michael Beckwith, Jack Canfield, uh, uh, Lisa Nichols, and all the other speakers, they start yeah. to talk about the frequency, the positive and the yeah. negative, and, and what you focus on expands, and... And oh my gosh, I never heard of this. I was playing the lotto. I was, I was playing, you know, I didn't have much money, so I'd pay like five, uh, five bucks or a buck playing the lotto, hoping the only one I'm ever going to have anything in life is I'm going to get lucky. And that's what I thought. Get and then, the and then, then in the movie, it talks about, you know, you create your luck and, and, and all this stuff. So I had my breakthrough there. And then from there, what happened is I transitioned to, uh, uh, to, to studying 
uh, with Bob Proctor, with Michael Beckwith, with Jack Campbell. I had, I had a goal that I would speak on stage with them because I was so insecure, but at the same time I had this flip side of me that was so bullheaded and so uh, 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 wanting to prove. I wanted to prove uh, something. And then three, four months later, I had the honor uh, of speaking on stage with them, which just blew my mind. Then I got wind of, uh, I was having events and I had different speakers come in, and then this lady comes in and talks about NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And I'm like, well, now what the heck is that? <laughs> Some good said, stuff, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, she says, if your thoughts, if your if your your dreams, your goals, and your ideas are not uh, 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 matching your blueprints and your programming, and I'm starting thinking, what is what is what does she mean by programming? Your belief systems, your values, the stuff that makes us complex, the stuff that's beneath the surface. She says, if what you want, uh, your goals, your dreams, desires, doesn't match up with align with what actually you believe yourself to be, um, you're not going to get it. Uh, mm-hmm. So then I started to learn about all this internal stuff and how we as humans are almost like the iceberg. We've got this, this thing at the top of the surface that's us, this 3% of the volume of the iceberg is what you see above the surface and then everything else is below the surface. I didn't even know I had anything below the surface yeah. and then that's when I found out all this stuff, you know, this stuff in childhood and all these blocks and all these uh, traumatic things and how, how they had just stayed hidden in me for all these years and they were coming out in my 20s and 30s and I was so blocked and I wasn't able to to have the confidence, the certainty and and so I, I started to strip away those things. I studied NLP, I became a, a master at it, it became even a trainer's trainer, then I studied timeline therapy uh, which helped me release the stuff and then hypnosis and I just started to weave all these things together. So sure. it, it was a wild journey, uh, it took me almost 10 years. but. Uh, we're here now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, um, you, you talk about the fear and overcoming some of that stuff. Did NLP help you to overcome that fear, or was there something that you had to kind of reach deep down inside and figure out how to overcome that fear uh, kind of more at a self-emotional level? Yeah, so actually it was NLP and a combination of NLP and timeline therapy. Um, so okay. NLP, what it did for me, with more, oh, by the way, so we should give a definition of what NLP is because maybe people are like, well, what the heck is that, right? <laughs> so yeah. NLP, can I take a few seconds to just give a quick definition yeah, of course, for people of who don't course. know? Yeah, so NLP, um, you know it is what Tony Robbins teaches it, a lot of it, right? Uh, Ronald Reagan, a U.S. former U.S. president, heavily trained in it, Bill Clinton, Oprah Winfrey, Richard Branson. These are the big, big luminaries and successful people that have heavily studied it. Sure. Um, And we use it for Fortune 500 companies like, you know, the companies you mentioned. Um, NLP is a study of human excellence. And so it's really studying neuro, neurology, how we think, linguistic, language, how we communicate, programming, which is behavior, our patterns of behavior and our emotions. What NLP really illuminates is if we have the right mindset, we have the right communication skills, mm-hmm. we have the right behavior, we walk our talk, we do what we say, we have power, we have influence. It also eliminates if our mindset is off, that's where I was, I had fear, I had doubt, I had uncertainty, I was extremely insecure, I would even stutter when I spoke to a group of maybe more than two or three people, it's like sure. four people plus, I would be, I would stutter uh, and, and I would start sweating and then I had, you know, I literally would have like anxiety attacks about public speaking, oh, I right, right. went on with me, 
Yeah. And then when illuminates, if, if, if the mindset has fear, or doubt, uncertainty, or any other issues, or the language, if we don't know how to, uh, you know, use our language, if we don't sure. know how to communicate, or our behavior, like I would sabotage, you know, I had days where I would do stuff that I, you know, wouldn't want anybody else to do. I had uh, got into drugs, gone into the party, gone into the just the, mm-hmm. the stupid stuff that I lost my way, I lost my self-worth, my self-esteem, made decisions that were very poor decisions uh, in my life. And it would ruminate when any of those things are off, you lack power, you lack influence, and life would show up as a struggle. And that's exactly where I was. I was right. in that place. So right. NLP for me was, was a process of just, uh, uh, part of me, I'm actually uh, lost outside. I went outside because I had some people inside that were talking a little loud. Yeah. So um, for NLP, it studied human excellence. It, it allows for me to, to fix that. Um, the other thing was the timeline therapy. So when you asked me about what got rid of the fear, it really was the timeline therapy, uh, which is really getting rid of the negative emotions at the unconscious level. Sure. Uh, anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, shame, resentment, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what really changed everything for me. Sure. Now let's, you know, Lisa Nichols, Bob Proctor, John Gray, Dr. Demartini, uh, you know, yeah. everybody that was involved in The Secret, you know, Voice Mark has had uh, them on the network, whether it be hosting or guest appearances, but every one of those people has been involved with Voice Mark in some capacity. Um, who are your mentors, be it then or even now? So for my mentors, I've actually studied with all of them. Yep. I studied with Bob Proctor, Michael Beckwith, Jack Cantle. Um, I then studied in NLP with a founder of NLP, Richard Bandler, uh, and John, John Ritter. Um, John, John Grinder, actually, John Ritter is actually, the. I'm thinking about him for a different reason, which we may talk about too, uh, but John Grinder. Uh, so I studied with them, and now because I've studied and I've sort of got all of that, uh, the, those techniques down, now I just do priming. What Tony Robbins talks about priming, I literally go on YouTube and I study with all of them, all of them on a daily basis by watching videos, Les Brown, uh, yep. uh you know, different people. And so that's the thing that I find that's so amazing for a person that doesn't even have a dollar to their name where they can't necessarily spend the funds to go to, you know, an expensive Tony Robbins seminar or someone's sure. seminar. There is so much that we have on the internet. Available, right. If you just type up leadership, you type up accountability, or, you know, it's all there. It's all at your fingertips. We so, yeah, we're so lucky. All yeah, there. The digital era. I mean, you know, you just uh, get a keyboard and uh, your uh, uh, URLs there. You just stop playing. You guys remember being in high school where if you wanted to learn something, you literally had to just go to the library and lock <laughs> yeah, yourself go, in there for the weekend. Yeah. Get your books. <laughs> right. you know, I, yeah. I, 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 I feel bad because sometimes I, I, I come across people that, uh, you know, they're stuck and, and right there at their fingertips with one click is the messenger. We just right. have to go looking for it. And so I think that was the main thing that for me, you know, when I, I, 
grew up, I had gone through all the, all the stuff that you would never want a child to go through. And it started at the age of two, you know, six years old, eight years old, right. I, I, everything. I won't get into all that stuff, but all the type of abuse that you wouldn't want any kid to go through. I unfortunately had to go through that, obviously, to get to where I am today. And I remember being like a seven, eight-year-old kid in another country, uh, the outsider, uh, always the outsider, always the uh, outsider trying to seek approval, trying to try to belong, always at the bottom of a fight where I'm getting my butt kicked by somebody. And, and, and it instilled in me the fighter that no matter how bad, how tough it gets, I'm never, ever giving up. Even if that, that my opponent's on top of me, the whole, all weight on me is just beating me up, you know what? I still want because I'm still here. Yep. <laughs> so yep. It, yep. It, 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 that's what it is. It's really, you know, sometimes I think triumphs and tri- uh, 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 tribulations and uh, harsh, harsh things in life, definitely for Oprah Winfrey as an example, uh, makes us into who we are. Sure. So let's source the gift, the learnings from him, and uh, source it to, 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 to raise our lives. And, and now it's really about raising other people's lives. Sure. Giving this gift back to other people. Sure, I think everybody's got something special in them. It's it's bringing it out, uh, which is the challenge sometimes. And Kaya, you know, I know you've been through a lot, uh, and you know, you've fought through it all, and you're on top of the game. You know, great success. Uh, you produced and directed an award-winning documentary uh, called "Homeless in America," right? Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> as you bring that up, I remember uh, being in pain, actually yeah. myself, at the time I did that movie. Yep. Uh, finding myself, finding my purpose, and really associating to my own pain. And then I remember when I did the documentary, we did it in L.A., New York, and I won an award at the International New York Film Festival for Best Social Documentary for 2004. I remember just feeling that, uh, feeling like, like I'm, I'm not too far away myself, you know. Right, right. That 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 being in 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 a teepee with people that are living on the street and just feeling the pain of people. Um, but that was a profound uh, movie because I had breakthroughs there. As I was what as I was interviewing, I co-produced, co-directed, and I'm I'm also the sort of the on-camera person. Right. I remember we found that in the homeless community, there's like a good six or seven different categories. Some of them are mentally ill. Some are just hard, tough times. Some of them are just alcoholics. Some of them are, mm-hmm. you know. And then there's one group where they're, they're okay. They actually just choose to be homeless. I remember that moment, my breakthrough, when someone said to me, I don't have to be out here. She said, <laughs> I, I don't even have to here. be homeless. I'm here because I choose to be here. And I was like, Wow. Doesn't that teach us about life, that, that a lot of our life boils down to not circumstances, not what's happening to us, choices. but what choices we're making, what yep. we accept Absolutely. as our own reality. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, 
I'm sorry, Ryan, you look like you had a question there. Yeah, I just I, I never understood that whole thing with, you know, somebody choosing to be homeless unless it was just I really, know. you know, it, when you were working with those folks and, you you know, I'm sure you probably asked that question. But, you know, are those folks choosing to be homeless because, you know, they they disassociate with how, um, you exactly. know, the 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 current pop culture or the 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 sphere of influence has in a traditional, you know, neighborhood or a traditional kind of life that you live and you live in a house and you pay your bills and you do all these things and you're kind of a, I guess, in, for lack of a better you're term, a I guess you're like, a, you're like a slave to the system, right, um, in some certain cases. And, and so is that why those people choose that? They choose to truly be free? And, and I actually think, to, to, to your point, you're absolutely 100% correct. I actually think, to a point, when people choose to be homeless or choose to be uh, broke or choose to be, you know, a victim in life, they have their own reasons. Sometimes it's a disconnect. Uh, uh, sometimes it's, uh, uh, as I think of the reasons, as I try to recall with her, uh, it, uh, sometimes it's a habit. Now, this is shocking for people to hear. Shocking. Because, you know, as, as, as I studied with Tony Robbins, too, and, and he said, uh, uh, suffering is a choice. Suffering is a yeah. habit. Being angry all the time is a habit. Being sad all the time is a habit. And, I, and at first, I wanted to reject that. I'm like, that's just BS. What do you mean? Right. He says emotional energy is a habit. The more you frequent negativity or anger, the more you build the nervous system around that, the more you feed it, the more it grows. It's literally something you do. Depression, he says, is a habit. Sure. What we need to do is a pattern interrupt. So I think for the lady, as I recall, she had got into the habit of being a homeless person and it became her identity. Um, and, 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 and you're right, you know, when you said the disconnect. Her, it was more that this is who she is now. She's accepted this is who she is. Right. She doesn't, she doesn't see herself in an image of being in a house, being in a car, uh, having, having abundance. She doesn't, she doesn't see that reality anymore because she's created the habit over, you know, months and months. I'm going to tell you guys, you know, just there's a guy right now who's reaching out to me, who is homeless, who um, he has been super successful. He's worked on movies with Brad Pitt. He's got the pictures of him and all the stars. He's a raging alcoholic. Um, I'm coaching this company, a real estate company uh, in L.A., and he walks in. You know, I could tell he's kind of drunk, didn't know he was home. Actually, at the time, he wasn't homeless. He was living in his mom's house, and he was, he was just wanting to meet us and, 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 and just be, 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 uh, be friendly. And then I, I would go back to the company and uh, coach them. And then like three months later, he comes up to me and, and again, I see him, but this time his clothes look really dirty and something's off. Right. And then within a few minutes, I find out he's alcoholic. Wow. His mother, they have lots of money. They're successful. Yep. They own buildings. His mother kicked him out. She says, I can't put up with this anymore. Yeah, she right. kicked him out and he's living on the street. And so his issue is that he's estranged himself from everybody that loves him because he's got this habit, getting the back alcohol. to the habit, right. got this addiction yeah. to alcohol. So a lot of what we do 
is we are breaking old habits. Yeah, sure. it's almost like that and behavior and those habits. You know, I know that guy is dealing with an addiction issue with his alcoholism, but some of those people who just make a decision to uh, have that behavior, which then turns into a habit, that is as powerful as being as as being controlled by an addiction of your habit. Yeah, I can, I can only see a very exactly. small percentage of people actually choosing uh, to be homeless and to be broke and to, you know, sh- uh, sh- well, okay. So, so can I? Can I? Yeah. Can Can we have an experience like it being a seminar? If I If I have your permission, App, go ahead. Because because take, I, take I, the stage. I, I cut in. I cut in on purpose. I cut in on purpose, um, not not to agree or disagree or anything. Uh, and anybody that's listening to this, including yourselves, can accept or reject anything I say. No one made me God. I'm just an an instrument, I'm just a messenger. Very true. When anybody says in a seminar, oh, I don't think someone chews, uh, what we do is we, 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 we cut, we jump in right away and say that if we are actually uh, to adopt that mindset that someone's not choosing, that it happens to them, circumstances happens to them, which is arguably kind of true, circumstances happen to us. Sure, life No one could right. really argue with that. What we're going into is one of the biggest learnings in NLP that we teach, yep. which is cause is greater than effect. People that are at effect, yep. it's, uh, they do four things. They blame, they deny, they justify, and they minimize. So when anybody is at effect, which means they say, someone did this to me, circumstance put me in this position, yep. as hard as it is, they want the room to start crying for them. They want the sympathy at the room. As hard as it is, as yep. a trainer, I hold that fort and I say no. Right, right. No, 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 no. Yes, this stuff happened, but how did you respond? Look at the lives of some of the greatest people that have walked this earth and look at the crap that they went through to get there. Look at Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. How the heck is an African-American woman, yep. right, who went through all the crap that she went through, <laughs> being raped, being this, yep. being that. You know, child die. How does she become one of the most successful yep. person in history? Kaya, now, we're gonna I'll need share- we're gonna need an hour with you. Okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> we're actually running out of time here, so uh, we've got about uh, one minute left. So uh, before we uh, we take off, I just how does the audience get in touch with you? Uh, and what do you want to share uh, URL wise or anything like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're so honored. Thank you. Thank you for this uh, opportunity to be on this amazing show. The website is krsuccess.com, krsuccess.com. And we are based in uh, Los Angeles. We do seminars and events all over the world. Uh, A lot of what we do is in Los Angeles. And uh, if anybody that uh, really wants to step up their game in their life and just play at a whole other level, uh, wants to tap into their true potential. We do focus a lot on leadership, a lot Excellent. on sales, Excellent. a lot on making money. Kaya, we thank abundance. you so much about it, man. Hey, listeners, you guys got to go check out the website. All the information is there. Go check out krsuccess.com. Want to send a, a huge thank you to both of our guests for being on. Uh, Evan Disney, thank you. Uh, Kaya, thank you for being on as well. Uh, just great information. And you guys uh, follow us all over Facebook and Twitter at uh, Twitter at Radio Ryan One at Jeff Spinney Two, and of course on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Finding Your Frequency Net. And one thing that I learned today that I want to remind all of you guys. 
is don't let your habits dictate your behavior. Find your frequency. 